bread up. Gotta do for yourself, know you fed up. Get your study on. All praise be to God, stay red up. I never let up. Everyone that I'm on already know what I'm about. Build heaven on earth, gotta catch up Elijah Muhammad Muhammad Ali. Sarah come out, come now, man. What about me? All right, assalamu alaikum family, and welcome back to the Brother Ben X show. Today, we're going to be talking about Judas and the Black Messiah, the movie. Um, what I want y'all to do, I want y'all to press one in the comment section if you have seen Judas and the Black Messiah movie already. If you have seen the Judas and the Black Messiah movie already, press one. Because what we're going to do here today, I'm going to talk about this. We're going to go into William O'Neill, who was the Judas in this particular movie. And then we're going to go into the teachings of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan on agents and uh, how we can spot them, things of that nature. So that, you know, we could be prepared because as we grow, don't think that the COINTELPRO has won away. It is still very present. And it's just in another name. So what I want to do before we get started here is I want to kind of read off some of the targets of COINTELPRO. Because as we all know, one of the things that they wanted to do was stop the rise of the Black Messiah, right? Uh, let's see if I can pull up one of those documents here. And uh, just stick around as well because we will be going into... Um, we will be going into um, a call-in show at the end. So it says, the purpose of this program is to expose, disrupt, and otherwise, uh, or the otherwise neutralize the activities of the various clans and hate organizations, their leadership and adherence. The activities of these groups must be followed on a continuous basis so we may take advantage of all opportunities for counterintelligence and also inspire action in instances where circumstances warrant the devious and it's kind of hard to read this document, but it, anyways, what they're basically saying is they wanted to stop the rise of the black Messiah and any organization that could mobilize um, our people. We know at that time, Black Panthers, um, they they got the KKK on there. Um, and of course, the Nation of Islam as well. And um, we know that there have been many agents, but what I don't want us to um, lose sight of just because we are in a digital era or a social media era that that still doesn't go on in fact it makes it a lot easier i saw a um i saw a video one time where there was a black man that was an agent that was actually talking about some of the equipment that they would use to spy in on certain organizations they would even send agents in to study the music that people watch they would go in and study the dances. They would go in and study the culture so that they can fit in properly. And a lot of times because we talk so much about what music we like, we talk so much about where we go, we talk so much about what we do, it's easy for them to plant an agent in to look like they're part of the movement, but they also could be an agent provocateur. And if you don't know what agent provocateur is, it's somebody who may 
uh, entice you to do something illegal so that you could, you know, go to jail. And uh, I, I think that goes on online as well, where somebody could appear as a revolutionary because they sound so hard. Yeah, let's just go get all the AK-47s and shoot everybody. Hey, yeah, uh, all we got to do is go down there and kill everybody. Number one, they ain't doing it. They ain't going out killing everybody because if they was, they'd be in jail. But they'll sit behind, you understand me, the, the, the cameras and tell y'all the answer is right now, go down there and punch the first one that you see. And now you done went and done something. Now you in prison. Now you can't be affected. So there's a certain thing as agent provocateurs as well. But we'll get into some of that, man. And again, we're going to let y'all call in and share y'all thoughts on it. But before we get into that, I want to play my song. I do got a new song out called 400 Years. Y'all can type it on Apple Music or any music platform, Brother Ben X, 400 Years. As I'm playing this song, you guys can use this time to share this out with your friends and family. Send this link out to get some more people in. See y'all in a minute. Years we've been lacking reactive. Animal lacking, we active. We standing up now, we up at it, we at you. Now I go get it and stack it. Waking up now, we don't need no more trapping. Cause we know these niggas acting. They talk about guns, we know that they capping. We know they got it all rapping. 400 years we've been lacking reactive. Animal lacking, we active. We standing up now, we up at it, we at you. Now I go get it and stack it. Waking up now, we don't need no more trapping. Cause we know these niggas acting. They talk about guns, we know that they capping. We know they got it all rapping. The youth don't need a stun double. Introduce them to the real thing. Gotta tell them about the hidden hand. Real talk, that's the real bang. Introduce you to the white man. Think you made it, that's the real pain. Then I let you see a white snake and you can't see, they the same thing. Get your bread, yeah, build your business. Hidden hand in the same lane. Keep a slaves in a small cell. Tell a young nigga bang bang. Shoot first, ask questions later. Two brothers in the same game. Fuck that, like fuck crack. Big dog like a great dame. 400 years we've been lacking reactive. Animal lacking, we active. We standing up now, we up at it, we at you. Now I go get it and stack it. Waking up now, we don't need no more trapping. Cause we know these niggas acting. They talk about guns, we know that they capping. We know they got it all rapping. 400 years we've been lacking reactive. Animal lacking, we active. We standing up now, we up at it, we at you. Now I go get it and stack it. Waking up now, we don't need no more trapping. Cause we know these niggas acting. They talk about guns, we know that they capping. We know they got it all rapping. 400 years in a living hell. Break chains, gotta break free. Do for self like Elijah said. Fire him before he fire me. Eat good, he the man of God. Ain't falling for the vaccine. Up late, playing plotting freedom. Still building, no caffeine. Better tune in to Farrakhan. Cause this here is a marathon. Build now, getting real now. Witness the fall of Babylon. Black man, you the first man. Getting tricked by mankind. If we unite and rise up, we'll win every damn time. 400 years we've been lacking reactive. Animal lacking, we active. We standing up now, we up at it, we at you. Now I go get it and stack it. Waking up now, we don't need no more trapping. Cause we know these niggas acting. They talk about guns, we know that they capping. We know they got it all rapping. 400 years we've been lacking, reactive. Animal lacking, we active. We standing up now, we up at it, we at you. Now I go get it and stack it. Waking up now, we don't need no more trapping. 
Cause we know these niggas acting They talk about guns, we know that they capping We know they got it all rapping Pay me for my pain, yeah Pay me for my tears Pay me reparations for Hey, that's that 400 years, man. If y'all want to get that right there, man, go to any platform that you got. Type in Brother Ben X 400 years. I had to drop that righteous, uh, you know, rich and righteous music. You know, I'm going to get that. But I want to give y'all some, uh, I want to give y'all the clarity on the Corintel Pro. I actually found a better version on my phone and I wanted to read it, read them off uh, before we start. So here we go. Uh, here are the goals of COINTELPRO, okay? Here it is, the COINTELPRO ground. Number one, prevent the coalition of militant black nationalist groups in unity their strength. It says, a truism that is no less valid for all its triteness. An effective coalition of black nationalist groups might be the first step toward a real mama in America, the beginning of a true black revolution. Then it says, number two, here's the second goal of the COINTELPRO. Prevent the rise of a Messiah who could unify and electrify the militant black nationalist movement. Malcolm I might have been such, I'm sorry, Malcolm X might have been such a Messiah. He is the martyr of the movement today. Martin Luther King, Stokely Carmichael, and Elijah Muhammad all aspire to this position. Elijah Muhammad is less of a threat because of his age, they thought. King could be a very real contender for this position uh, should he abandon his supposed obedience to white liberal doctrine, nonviolence, and embrace black nationalism. Carmichael has the necessary charisma to be a real threat in this way. Then it says, number three, prevent violence on the part of black nationalist groups. This is a primary importance and is, of course, a goal of our investi uh, investigative activity. It should also be a goal of the counterintelligence program. Through counterintelligence, it should be possible to pinpoint potential troublemakers and neutralize them before they exercise their potential for violence. Prevent, this is uh, step number four. Prevent black nationalist group and leaders from gaining respectability by discrediting them to three separate segments of the community. The goal of discred uh, discrediting black nationalists must be handled tactfully in three ways. You must discredit these groups and individuals first to responsible Negro community. Second, they must be discredited to the white community. All right, so do y'all hear that third? Do y'all hear that fourth that fourth point right there? It says that by discrediting them, by discrediting them, meaning that they're gonna come out with false articles. Meaning that they are going to look and see what have they done wrong since all human beings have done wrong and magnify it to their people. See, this reminds me of Satan. In the scripture where he says, respite me to the day they are raised, I'm going to make all of them deviate. Now, if we know that in scripture, Satan is having this conversation. And we know Satan ain't no spooky red devil under the ground. Hey, he right here on earth, the 10% blood suckers of the poor. That ain't, we ain't talking about no ghosts now. 
respite me until the day that they are raised. Now, by which way will they be raised? Well, who is they? They are those who have been made dumb, deaf, and blind because they've been robbed of their true God, the reality of God, their true culture, their true religion. You understand me? Their true way of life, their true names. So they have been put down. Now, in order for they to be raised, there has to be one who's coming to raise them. Now, in the in the Corintel Pro, let's get into it. It says that they wanted to do what? Prevent the rise of a Messiah. What does Messiah mean? Okay, let's go on and get to the definitions now. Now, when you Google Messiah, okay, you get the words deliverer. Listen to me. A leader or savior of a particular group or cause. Then you go down and you can see words like, uh, yeah, you see deliverer. You may have heard the word redeemer. You may have seen the word anointed. So this is one who's coming to redeem them, but redeem them how? In what way? By giving them knowledge itself. See, because the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan teaches us is it is the knowledge itself that produces the love for self. And it's the love for self that, were pro that produces the respect for self. Now, when I have knowledge of myself and I gain love for myself, I'm also gaining love for my people. And in gaining knowledge of myself of who I am and about who my brother and my sister is, gaining love and respect for myself makes me do that for my brother and sister, which is why when you have somebody who's been truly redeemed, they have a little bit more patience for our people. They, they see how people cussing people out. They got patience for them. They see how people robbing and killing. They know it's wrong, but they got patience for them. And they want to go after them and save them, although they in that type of condition. Take knowledge to do that. It take love and patience to be able to do that. Now, when I do that, gain knowledge of self, gain respect for myself, that's going to cause me to want to unite. That's going to cause me to say, man, to hell with all these different religions that we got. These different titles that we got. You a Muslim. You a Christian. You don't believe in God, but I believe in God. You don't believe in G, but I believe in G. You a more. You a Hebrew. Oh, man, let's just unify on common grounds. So much so the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said, hey, your mother said three plus four equals seven. Mine says six plus one equals seven. And his right here says seven plus zero equals seven. And because we all got different equations. And we haven't got to the root knowledge. We stuck on branch knowledge. We arguing with each other at the table because we got different equations. But when we sit down and look at it, we all get to the same answer, though. Seven. So when we realize that we've been having or been doing intellectual masturbation. You see, I want to prove you wrong. I want to make you feel wrong and you wrong and only my way is the only way. See, that ain't unity. Unity is you got your way. I got my way. But what we're going to do, we're going to come together and say, how can we come together, though, on common grounds? Brother Neary put something out there before. Look at what Brother Neary said. 
Let me let me block these spam accounts real quick. I get so sick and tired. And y'all, please don't fall for them scams, by the way. When they talking about they're going to offer y'all all this kind of $5,000, please don't keep falling for that stuff. Y'all, y'all got to stop falling for that. But anyways, Brother Neri said, you know, there was a man drowning in the ocean. And many of our people are drowning today. Oh, we drowning. He said a Christian man came out and was trying to help him and threw his rope out there. And when he threw his rope out there, the rope was too short. Then the Muslim came and said, oh, Allahu Akbar. Oh, Allahu Akbar. That means God is the greatest, by the way. It don't mean I'm about to blow something up. Let me just kill that little propaganda. It don't mean I'm about to blow something up. Allahu Akbar simply means God is the greatest. But he said, Allahu Akbar. So he throws his rope out there. And man, it was too short. My man's from the Hebrew Israelite came out there and said, hey, that's because y'all ain't following the the laws and commandments. The most high going to bless my rope. So he throw his rope out there. And the rope is too short. He said there's two things that we can do right now. We can sit here and argue. Have intellectual masturbation about which one was the longest. Which one was the strongest. Mine was longer than yours. No, mine was longer. Than, look at mine. You see how long mine went? And the man still drowning. The man still can't breathe. The man still gasping for air. So they can sit here, number one, argue about which one of their ropes got there the longest, but ain't none of them reach them. Or they can say, you know what, fam? Let's tie all the ropes together. Let's reel the ropes back in. Let's tie them together. Put a strong knot on them. And then how about we all throw the rope back out there and it finally reaches him so we can save the man. See, that's what we need today. The unity. Not the my way is the only way. So they fear one who can come and give us this understanding. Why? Look at what it say. Prevent the rise of a Messiah, meaning a deliverer, a redeemer, a savior. Look, who could unify and electrify. See, got to have the unity piece in there. So anytime one will come to unify us. And teach us who we really are. Now nah, you ain't black because you're cursed. You're black because you're first. You are the first man, the original man, the Asiatic black man, the maker, the owner, the cream of the planet Earth, God of the universe. Oh, come on, man. Sister, you the second self of God. Through your womb, all of us came. See? He said, when you disrespect a man, you disrespect the individual. But when you disrespect a woman, you're disrespecting a nation because it's through her womb, which is God's workshop, that all of us got to come. You are the true mother and father of all civilization. That's who you are, black man. That's who you are, black woman. You can get the recessor from the dominant, but you can't get the dominant from the recessor. Oh, you are truly the original man of the planet. See, they come and giving them that knowledge, giving it to him. So he's unifying. But see, when one comes up to teach you, they have to what? Look at number four here. Look at number four. Discredit them. You got to discredit them. I got to say, oh, he did this here in 19 some something. Oh, he's a hate teacher. That's how they get you. Oh, he's a hate teacher. So now when they prop him up as a hate teacher, ch check them out. Oh, they so cold with it, too. Wickedly wise, they prop them up as a hate teacher. So that if you so that if you associate yourself with him 
or if you quote him, you will be afraid that you will be looked at as a hate somebody who hate too. And when you are dependent on they world, see, this is why he said, come out of her, my people, because when you come out, you can stand strong. See, when you come out of her, you can stand strong and say, hey, I'm willing to stand on the truth. I'm willing to stand with my people. I'm willing to stand with this black man or this black woman who's speaking true because you can't do nothing. You can't fire me. I'm working for self. I'm doing for self. I got multiple streams of income. I'm connected. I'm, I'm networking. I done united with my people to where we can become self-sufficient in a way to where we're not 100, to, uh, 100% depending on you. So now when you prop him up as a hate teacher, here it goes. Look what happens. Even when you agree with the one who's coming to help you out. Man, I hear what he's saying. I like what they be saying. But man, I ain't with that because of such. See, here, here you go getting scared. See, now here, here come the disclaimers. I ain't, you know, I ain't in the organization or nothing. But I agree with that little one thing they said. See, now you have to always give a disclaimer before you agree with your brother. But when it comes to white folks, you don't do that. I ain't, no, I ain't white, but I sure like what. Bob Proctor said, you don't say that. You don't say that. When you look at a Jewish newspaper, you don't say, well, you know, I ain't Jewish. I ain't in Judaism or nothing, but, but I show like that. Look, you don't do all that. But when it come to black men, I you look, man, hey, you know, I ain't, you know, I don't really follow everything, but you know, I read the final call one day and it was pretty good. Now you, you ain't, you don't give all them glitz, glitz, what you scared of? Who you disclaiming for? So they got to discredit him. But see, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan gave us a, he gave us some for that. He said our righteousness will sustain us. They're going to come after us now, but our righteousness will sustain. They tried to do it with Martin Luther King. They tried to do it with many of us. They tried to discredit them in the audience because they know some of us, that's good enough. Oh, he did what in the third grade? Oh, man, I ain't following him. We quick to throw each other away. Brother Neary said, you go to a black business, they do you wrong one time. You don't even want to go back. You don't want to go back. White folk mess up your order. He say, man, you, you, going back, you going back the next week. Black folks short your one hush puppy. You ain't going back again. Oh, black business, they all messed up. They ain't got good customer service. It's white business all day long, ain't got good customer service. But we'll stop messing with the black ones. Over hours. So because they know that, all they got to do is try to find something on them and put that out there to you. And all of the truth that they done given us, all of the good they done give us, all of the blueprint and game that they give, we'll throw all that away and not follow it because they messed up one time. Although we mess up every single day. So that's one of their things right here. They got to discredit them. They got to discredit them. So. Just wanted to give y'all that real quick. We're going to get into the trailer. Judas and the Black Messiah. Here go the trailer real quick. And then we're going to go into a um, we're going to go to a quick interview here with uh, the O'Neill, the Judas, the O'Neill guy who uh, was the snitch or the agent um, in the in the Black Panthers. Not snitch, but agent in the Black Panthers. Check it out. <laughs> Deputy Chairman Fred Hampton of the Illinois Black Panther Party. Repeat after me. I am, I am a revolutionary.
you're looking at 18 months for the stolen car, five years for impersonating a federal officer, or you can go home. The Black Panthers are forming a rainbow coalition of oppressed brothers and sisters of every color. Their aim is to sow hatred and inspire terror. I will learn all that I can. I will These ain't no terrorists. You can murder a liberator, but you can't murder a liberation. You can murder a revolutionary, but you can't murder a revolution. And you can murder a freedom fighter, but you can't murder a freedom. All right, so I want y'all to write something down. When you're wrong, you can't be strong. But when you're right, you can fight. When you're wrong, you can't be strong. But when you're right, you can fight. So this William O'Neill guy gets into a situation where he would have been gone or sent to prison. And because of this, him wanting to avoid the consequences, he decides that I'm going to take a deal with the government. I'm going to take a deal with the FBI. And I'm going to bring down a black organization that was striving to their best ability to help us out, fight injustice, and uh, bring solutions. So let's hear William O'Neill here discuss these things on camera. And what I want us to do as we uh what I want us to do as we watch this is is not talk about or, or just look at this as he wrong, that nigga right there crazy, oh he's a snitch, oh he's a sellout. But I want us to look at this and observe it and think about self-improvement. I want us to think about self-improvement. I want us to think about our own selves. We may not have been a sellout like that, but what are we, what are we doing where we can't really fight for ourselves because of what we're doing in our personal life? What are we doing wrong in our personal life that's causing us to be stagnant what are we doing in our life or what haven't we done in our life that is causing us not to begin not not uh not to be free and not bringing the organization down but bringing this organization down our body what are we doing to bring ourselves down because of what we're lacking because of what we're doing because of consequence of our actions that we knew was wrong in the first place so as we go through this podcast I want us to pull out principles, but also think about what could we do to self-improve ourselves versus just talking about what happened in the past. Let's look at what happened in the past to prepare us how we can first help ourselves. And then what can we do moving forward to avoid these type of things, you know, in our own organization. So let's check it out. As Malcolm X said, by any means necessary. 
this point, I question the whole purpose of the Black Panther Party. In my thinking, uh, they were necessary. It was a shock treatment for white America to see black men running around with guns, just like black men and saw white men running around with So for those who don't know, this is William O'Neill, the real William O'Neill, who played Judas in uh, the Judas in the Black Messiah movie. So this is him, uh, a real interview of him. Guns, yeah, that was a shock treatment. It was good in that extent, but it got a lot of black people hurt. My recruitment by the FBI was very efficient, very simple, really. Um, I'd stolen a car and uh, went joyriding over the state limit. And um, they had a potential case against me, and I was looking for an opportunity to uh, work it off. And um, a couple of months later, that opportunity came when uh, uh, FBI agent Roy Mitchell asked me to uh, go down to the local office of the Black Panther Party and try to uh, gain membership. We tried to develop negative information to discredit him, just like we did uh, everybody else. We so y'all heard that we tried to gain negative information to discredit him. We just read that in our and in, in, in the goals of COINTELPRO to discredit him. Just like we did everybody else. Y'all heard him say they did it to other groups, other leaders as well. So, again, what the minister said was our righteousness will sustain us because they're looking. They're looking for you to go steal. They're looking for you to go do something that you ain't got no business doing. They're looking for us to go break the law. They're looking for us to do something illegal, which is why I brought up the agent provocateurs. Be careful. You don't know if this person online. Man, let me let me make my screen a little bit bigger. Because, man, it's, it's a lot of young people I know may watch this. You don't know just because a dude got a picture online with a dang red, black, and green flag, and he online inboxing you, making, you know, hitting you, talking about what you need to do, and you go out and do it in the name of power, and you done got yourself in trouble not knowing somebody done put a battery in your back, and they're an agent provocateur. Be wise, man. They looking for you. To, they want you to do this type of stuff. And if y'all watch the movie, if y'all watched the movie, there was a section in the movie where William, oh, I'm trying to think about, he was saying, he was talking hard. He was talking bad, like, yeah, we need to go do this. We need to go, da, da, da. But y'all know he wasn't going to do it. He was working with the FBI, but he, that was his way of trying to get them to do it. He wanted them, he trying to hype them up to go do it so that they could get caught. So I'm just saying this to say, be careful of what people saying online. You got people thinking you weak. Oh, you weak because you ain't with and go do that. Man, you don't know who these people is behind these profiles telling you to do all kind of stuff. Be careful, family. All right, back to it. As Malcolm X said. Black men and saw white men running around with guns. Yeah, that was a shock treatment. It was good in that extent. But it got a lot of black people hurt. My recruitment by the FBI was very efficient. Very simple, really. Um... I'd stolen a car and uh, went joyriding over the state limit. And um, they had a potential case against me, and I was looking for an opportunity to uh, work it off. And um, a couple of months later, that opportunity came when uh, uh, FBI agent Roy Mitchell asked me to uh, go down to the local office of the Black Panther Party and try to uh, gain membership. 
we tried to develop negative information to discredit him just like we did uh, everybody else we meaning the fbi i tried to come up with uh, signs of him doing drugs or or something and uh, never could he was clean he was dedicated i've had private conversations with him uh, we got along pretty well two weeks later a gun battle on chicago's south side further escalated tensions a former panther and two policemen were killed the deaths provoked a response from informant William O'Neill's FBI contact. Mitchell um, became more specific during that time. Um, he wanted to know the locations of weapons caches. He wanted to know if we had explosives. Um, he needed um, he needed to know who was staying at what locations, um, who spent the night where. Um, um, his information didn't change so much as he requested more detail. And uh, I knew why. Um, um, the, the, the shootout on the south side had pretty much laid the foundation. Within the party, within the Black Panthers, we knew that the police would react some type of way. Expecting police action, the Black Panthers had fortified their office. FBI informant O'Neill was now head of Panther security in Chicago. And I remember uh, walking out of the office and. Uh... I want to note take something. Now, I'm not going to get into where I'm going with this, but y'all who would understand and know where I'm going with this. He had got to head of security. I'm going to say that again. He had got to. Head of security. That's key. That's important. Don't go away. Uh, don't go off or away from your protocol, no matter what it is. If you got a protocol, if y'all got something that y'all do, don't let nobody come in and change that because that could cause you your life. And looking through a little clearing over on the, the next block, which was right in front of uh, the Monroe Street address, and seeing a lot of <clears throat> police cars over there. And um, at that time, Bobby Rush came to the office. So he had just come from over there, or maybe the coroner's office. In any case, we walked back over there, and uh, we both were speechless. We just walked through the house and and saw where what had taken place and where he died and it was it was shocking and then I was you know I just began to realize that the information that I supplied leading up to that moment had facilitated that raid I knew that indirectly uh, I had contributed and I felt it and I felt bad about it and then I got mad you know I had uh, And then I had to conceal those feelings, which made it worse. I couldn't, I couldn't say anything. I just had to continue to play the role. FBI headquarters authorized payment of a $300 bonus to informant William O'Neill for, quote, uniquely valuable services which he rendered over the past several months, unquote. Hear that, man? $300. Extra $300. In the movie, um, as he, as the guy wanted, the white 
guy wanted more information from William, he started to talk about, man, I got to get paid more than this, man. I, you know, I need more. What's the comp? Is the compensation going to increase? Which takes me to my point. Which takes me to my, to my point of why the Honorable Elijah Muhammad talked about doing for self is so important. Now, now we can look at this and say, man, that's it. $300. He did that for 300. Dang. I don't. God, dog, I, I don't end up blocking the wrong person. But how many of us today can't stand strong because we getting paid $300 a week or maybe $300 a day? So when we are doing for self, we don't have to compromise doing something that we know we don't need to do or really want to do principle-wise because we're self-sufficient. Think about Things we want to do in the community. Hey, man, we, we want to go feed the homeless. Hey, man, we want to go feed the people. Hey, man, we want to go do such and such and so and so at this particular time. Well, if the white man got us busy because we need the bread, what do we do? What do we do? I'm going to say that again. If the white man got us so busy working the job, nine to five, you working, you working overtime, you're doing this, you're working these hours, when you going to have time for your people? When something is off at the job and you want to say something, what happens when you say, man, I want to say something, I want to do right, but dang, man, I'm going to lose that $300. Man, I'm going to lose that. 450. So the Honorable Muhammad said, do for self or suffer the consequences. And we see the consequences today. Some of us can't go into the school system, our children, because some may, may be requiring a vaccine. Some of us maybe can't work at our jobs that we have because they're requiring a vaccine. And we don't want to take one because we don't trust those experimental vaccines. If that's you, now you're in the valley of decision where you have to make a decision. Are you either going to do this or you're not going to do this? But the finances is important because it will allow you to not be 100% dependent on something that's going to ask you or cause you to do something that you really don't want to do. That's what I mean by. As we looking at this and we hearing this. As we look at this and we hear this, don't just look at this as he's so wrong and him, him, him. Look at us and our individual lives and how we can learn from this and improve. Learn from this and improve us. All right. Another piece I want to bring up. To you all, let me see if I can find it. We're going to go into our next scene here. Now, the next scene we're going to go into is how to kill an organization. 
because it got to be done from the inside, right? Now, some of y'all have probably seen this list. I've seen a list a little bit longer than this, but these 10 uh, will do for now. Um, man, all these troll accounts is coming to the live now. That's crazy. Uh, 10 ways to kill an organization. Number one, don't attend the meetings. Always got an excuse for not being able to attend the meeting. Number two, if you do attend the meeting, get there late. So you're always late. This is how the organization or the movement is being destroyed from the inside, not the outside, but from the inside. Three, constantly find fault with the officials and other members. And I'm going to add, and you don't offer any suggestions or solutions. You always got something to say about he wrong and he did this wrong. He need to do this better. But you never offered a solution. You never offered any help. Like my man Isaac. But I heard the Nation of Islam is Chris Brazy. Guess he's a blood or something, right? Brazy. Y'all know better, but the disciples are brainwashed. Okay, well, if we know better, help us out then. Do you got any solution for us? With the right spirit, or are you just going to come and talk about the negative side? So it's always something negative. It's always what you think is wrong. It's always criticism. It's always constantly talking about the faults of another man, but you never offer this brother or sister who, who genuinely want to help. You never offer a solution with the right spirit. That's the key part. With the right spirit, not no, yeah, nigga, uh, accept the truth. Oh, you're going to die. You're going to be killed if you don't fall. Nah, I'm not talking about like that. I'm talking about brother. Man, I'm just coming to help you out, brother. I saw you you lacking in this area, man. I would like to see all of our people grow no matter what organization it is, man. Is there anything that I could do to help you? See, that spirit is totally different. That's totally different than, yeah, you niggas is, y'all niggas, this is crazy. Man, I ain't over here talking about nobody, but this is spirit you come with. So this is one of the things that, destroys the organization destroys the unity among us what's the solution and then what's your example that you could show me that's the key part number four never accept an office or committee appointment number five don't bother about getting new members so you ain't trying to help out you ain't trying to grow the organization you ain't trying to put nobody else on you're not trying to grow it. You're just here. You're just existing and complaining. Number six, take all the assistance the organization gives, but you, but don't you give it any in return. So basically, you take what the organization gives, but you don't give any in return. You just take. You just take, you take the knowledge, you take this, you take the help, you take the meetings, you take the study groups, you take whatever, but you never want to bring anything to it. You never want to offer anything. You never want to offer your expertise. You never offer your mind. Number seven, delay paying your dues as long as possible. So you delay paying your dues. Find a reason not to pay your dues. As if money not important and it's not needed. It is. And if you don't want to do it, don't don't mean don't be a part of it. If you're going to complain about it, you don't like it. Don't be a part of it. But don't pay your dues. You find a reason not to support it. 
when you say this is what's growing you mentally and spiritually or however it is, you say this is helping you. Why not give back? Eight, agree with everything in the meeting, then disagree with everything afterwards. Man, we done came up with all this here. We done agreed to this. We done agreed to this. We done did all this. Then afterwards, you're changing it. You're changing it again. You're, you're, you're switching it up. Y'all, you're, you're disagreeable. Nine, ignore communication from your organization. So you're ignoring. You got the text message. You saw it. You got the call. You saw it. But you didn't want to respond. Now, because the communication is low, the activity goes low, the spirit goes low because the communication is going down. We're destroying ourselves from within. Ten, always suspect the worst, never the best. Uh-oh. We see it in the comments all day. I'm pretty sure it's going to come up again in the comments before it goes. Somebody going to come up with something to say, something wrong to say, something negative. They're going to bring some up. They're going to find some fault. They're going to suspect the worst. But not the best. It's coming. Just keep looking at the comments. It's coming. This is how we destroy from within. So as that move, as that uh, with, with that being said, we're going to move on to a video from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. About a little 10 minute video talking about Judas and him breaking it down a little bit more. Check this out. You saw the movie Manchurian Candidate. See. The CIA is involved in mind experiments. The man that killed the Beatle brother in New York, John Lennon, said he loved him, had all his records. But when you can turn somebody that loves somebody and make them an instrument of the destruction of what they loved. Judas at one time loved Jesus. It don't mean you can't be turned because you love. Because the greater you love will be the stronger you hate once you're turned. It's the same emotion going in opposite directions. There is more joy in getting somebody who loves you to be your killer in the eyes of the enemy. Now, what would make somebody that loved you kill you? I'd like to go to a nation of Islam experience. Those of us who came up under Brother Malcolm, we loved him. I can speak for myself. He was my teacher. I loved him. I would have given my life at any time for him. It was he that taught me how to love my teacher. And I didn't love him more than my teacher. I loved my teacher and I saw him as the greatest helper of my teacher. So I loved him and would die to protect him. 
But when he turned against my teacher, my heart changed. I didn't harm him. I just talked spiritually about his deviation. But there were those in the nation whose love turned to hate and hate turned to murder. So don't you ever think because you're in love for the moment that the person you love can't disappoint you and turn you into an enemy. I'm going to show you something. Now that piece is key because like he said, they want you to, they want to find those who once loved you to do the job. They want to find those who love you that they can get in and tamper your mind. So they want to get in and tamper your mind and say, hey, I see you close to him. I see you up there next to him. I want to see if I can turn you. And if I can turn you, that's what bring you joy. So those who show the most love, those are the ones who have to be careful. Because this is who they're going to send the serpent after. This is who they're going to send the agent after to see if I can find some type of disappointment or dissatisfaction. So it is you that I could turn and use. That's important. Judas was disappointed in Jesus. Because he felt Jesus violated the revolution judas was a revolutionary he wanted jesus to take a strong stand against the romans for jewish liberation and when it looked like jesus was more spiritual damn i didn't come to follow him in this holy talk you mean you you, you, you're not going to kill these Romans? Jesus talking about render unto Caesar what is Caesar's and unto God what is God. See, this kind of spiritual talk, he's talking about a kingdom and he's tall, man. And Judas was envious of Jesus. See, I'm, I'm looking at some of us, you know. You see people love Farrakhan. Why do they love me? They don't love me because I bought their love. I earned their love by defending them at every turn against the enemy of them and our people. I have never asked. Yeah, the moderators on YouTube, I don't know what y'all doing or if I need to get new moderators, but I shouldn't have to go all the way to YouTube to do that myself. Maybe I need to get some new moderators. What's going on over there? No 
follower of mine to do nothing against man's law or God's law. Now I want to talk straight into masjids. You sit around in the mosque talking about Jews. And somebody hears you and gets next to you. Uh, you know, I think uh, we can do something about this, you know. After prayer, we're going to talk. And I'm a plant from the government of the United States. But just think about the crap that America's doing to Muslims. And we are dumb enough to fit in the pattern. You want to bomb a synagogue, you stupid thing? What the hell can you do with a synagogue when God is present? Let me tell you what he's doing and what he's gonna do that make your punk stuff like nothing. Sit down in the mosque and pray and go on and do the work of Allah and leave Allah to kill whoever he want to kill. The FBI put a vest on you, stupid brother. Yeah. Now, I'm going to get the vest, and it's going to be loaded. And uh, uh, we're all going to go bomb the synagogue. The minute you put the vest on, see, that's intention now. It ain't talk no more. Then from out of nowhere, they come and arrest you. Oh, I thought, I thought you was my brother. We was going to do this together. And he backs up. And the stupid dupe. Patsy is doing time and the next day it's all in the papers to say to the American people see these Muslims want to kill us but it's entrapment in the nation it's a little different because I don't talk like that all right all right all right let me let me can I can I give y'all some that backs up what he just said do y'all know this is in the Quran Look at the Quran. This is this is after. This is the back of what the minister just said. This is after they they get you to do something silly, do something crazy. They back up and say, "I don't know." Look at this. Check this out. This fourteen twenty two. He says, "And Satan will say when the matter." Will have been decided. This is after they done got caught. This is after they done followed Satan. This is after Satan has made evil first seeming for us. And we fall for the trap. This is his response. And Satan will say when the matter have been decided. Allah promised you a truthful promise. While I gave you a promise and did not fulfill it. Look at this here. I had no authority over you. Except that I invited you. And you accepted my call. Then he says, so do not blame me, but blame yourselves. Neither I can come to your help, nor can you come to my help. 
I disown your association with me, with Allah in the past. Surely there is a painful punishment for the unjust. Ooh, look at that. Now, ain't that what happened in real life? They get us. They trick us. They get you with the entrapment and then say, hey, I had no authority over you. All I did was call and you came. So at the end of the day, it's on us. It's on us. Let's continue. So you got to come at the Muslims inside the nation from another level. Let me show you how they come. So just to kind of go into what the minister saying, he's saying, hey, he, I don't talk like that. He, he don't teach and teach and talk us to go bomb and kill and shoot some up. So he's about to explain how they come after the believers, how the Judas will come after us. Check it out. Listen carefully. You know, you have a Savior's Day gift drive. And we want to be top in the Savior's Day gift drive. Yes. Now, I happen to know that before you came in the nation, you used to write bad checks. And I, 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 I just heard it somewhere. Uh, I happened to hear that uh, you robbed a bank. Yeah, but that was yesterday. I'm, I'm cleaned up now. Said, yeah, yeah, yeah. But don't you want to help the minister? See, we got to win this contest because we want to be the top mosque in the nation supporting the minister. Now listen, I'm driving to Atlanta and I'll pay you $5,000 if you help drive me. But I got a little package in the trunk. I'm delivering. What's in the package? Oh, 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 uh, don't worry about that. No, it ain't nothing. 100 pounds of marijuana. See? In which your stupid self that want money over the principles of your teachings, then you get involved in drugs, but they arrest you. But that's not where it stops. They arrest you in New York and they arrest another one in Phoenix and another one in Atlanta and another one somewhere else. And they say, you see, Farrakhan is running something because they don't want you. They want me. Would you allow yourself to be the one to betray me into the hands of the enemy? Let me tell you, you go do it. Because I'm safe, but you won't be. Now, let me address something that I've seen in the past as well. Now, the principle that the minister is speaking on here is. He don't teach us to go do those things that he mentioned. 
So I heard the minister say one time, listen carefully. We too could be devils. And look at what he said devil is. Devil is deceptive intelligence. Oh, listen carefully now. Deceptive intelligence. What? Rationalizing disobedience. I'm going to say it again. Because that's what that was that he just described. He said devil is deceptive intelligence that rationalizes the disobedience. See, the disobedience was, hey, brother, that's my past life. I don't do that no more. So look at how Satan creeps in. Remember, when, see, sometimes we have to look at people, look at a brother who, who like Peter, but we got to look at Peter and say, get thee behind me, Satan. That ain't you talking. That's devil talking through you, boy. You my brother. Yeah, we roll. Yeah, we comrade. But that, that what you saying right there? That's Satan. Right? Get thee behind me, Satan. But we ain't going to be able to do that if we're not solid and know the teachings. We can't do that if we're not studying him. We can't do that if we're not lining our mind with his mind. We can't do that if we're not lining our spirit with his spirit. Let me give you an, uh, an example. Okay. The minister recently talked about it, and he's talked about it several times. He said, I've been at the table with people who I know wanted to kill me. I've seen people talk evil against me. I didn't say nothing to him. And the minister said, you follow me, follow my way. Oh, man, this is, listen, man. He said, you follow me. If we're going to complete this mission, you follow me. And then he gave these examples. Now, when we see people on the Internet saying evil things, you could receive a text, a call, hit up by a brother or sister. Damn, you gonna, you gonna let the brother or sister say that about the minister? What we gonna do? We need to go, yeah, show the brother what it is. Slap. Now, when you hear that, you have to be very wise in how you respond. Are you going to respond emotionally because of your love for the minister? Or are we going to be disciplined, not allow an ignorant brother, meaning the brother who talking to noise, take you away from your discipline? Or are you going to remain disciplined and respond how the minister will want us to respond? See, now, a brother may say that, but the minister said specifically, he says we can overcome their evil thoughts through our deeds. I'm going to say that again. We can overcome their evil talk through our good deeds. But then he brought the balance. Listen to where the minister brought the balance. Not your brother who responded from emotion, but the minister. And let me point this out too: what the minister says in public. He also says in private. So any young brother who's listening to me, because you may get a message that says, well, brother, he just saying that for the public. But the minister says the same thing when he's talking to us privately, what I'm saying now. So it ain't where well, the minister act like this in the public, but in the 
in the private, he would say, yeah, go get your brother. That is not how the minister is. I've been in private and public by the grace of Allah. And he's the same in both ways. And any other ministers or any other brother who have, y'all know that to be true. But you could, you know, hey, brother, yeah, you need to go. Yeah, brother, don't no, we ain't going to let no. But the minister said our good deeds could overcome that evil talk. But then here's the balance. But if they make the move, we don't turn the other cheek. Now, I want y'all, y'all have to study, man, because you can easily slip up. You can be on a call and say the wrong thing, and it may be being recorded, and you don't even know. So you have to be in line with the minister so that you don't fall into. And the brother or sister may not be trying to set no trap, but it could be if you say the wrong thing. That's why the Honorable Elijah Muhammad wrote a letter. Be careful what you say in the public or it may be presented to you in court. Be careful. Man, let's get into these teachings so that we won't fall wittingly or unwittingly. Now, here's the minister's balance. If they make the move, we don't turn the other cheek. So he's saying basically we're going to fight with those who fight with us. But if it's just words, we can overcome that with our good deeds. Now, when you receive a call or a DM, or a comment under a video, you have to remember what the minister said, not your brother who responded from emotion. Let me share something with you. I've heard the I've heard the minister say about people who we thought, yeah, you need to do this or that. I heard the minister say, oh, he'll be a good Muslim. What? He done said all this? She done said all this about the minister and the nation? And he says, hmm, he'll be a good Muslim. Because the minister knows who the brother is and the sister is beyond their ignorance. So he knows he's only acting like that because the brother's ignorant. She only saying that like that because she ignorant. She don't know. Who I really am, what I really do, my heart. So this is why he's saying all oh, our deeds will overcome that evil talk. If they make the move, then we handle that. But at the same time, that right there, you gotta see beyond who they appearing to be. You gotta see beyond the bomb. You gotta see beyond this the robber. You gotta see beyond him and know that when you look at him, what he say? Now, now on one point, we say, oh, we redeemers. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad saved killers. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad raised up him. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad was able to raise up the prostitute. He was able to save the... And we say we follow if he is. We say the minister gave life to the dead. And oh, he made the blind see. He made, a, he made the deaf hear. Oh, he done raised... Now, we followers of his. And we're supposed to be doing that work. How come when you see one, you act surprised? And a lot of them want us to respond. That way, so they can say, see, told you them niggas was like that. And it ain't how we being talked. It ain't how we being talked. Okay? So don't think it ain't being done. People will say something. Yeah. So that we can respond. But if we respond properly as the minister spirit and focus on doing the work, that's going to die down, man. It's going to die down and the proof is going to be in the bean pot. Okay? 
The Honorable Elijah Muhammad said these words. You never had to condemn a dirty glass. Just put a clean one next to it. Just put a clean one next to it. So be careful, brothers and sisters, to not fall in any entrapment, to not fall to our own emotions, because what we think is beneficial for the minister. The minister may say that's detrimental to me. That's detrimental to the nation. You supposed to be strong. My, my brother Malik says something so wise one day, man. He said, if I'm a doctor and my patient begins to throw up, I'm not supposed to say, yeah, look at this. Ah, man, you threw up all over me. I can't believe this. You're not supposed to be shocked, man. You a doctor. So if you are a redeemer, like we say, a save, look, save yours day. He put the apostrophe on the other side, meaning that we got that mission too. So when we see our brothers acting out, yeah, we get a little heated now. Don't get it. Hey, we get heated. But what's your mission, son? What was the example of your minister? What's the example against one who we call the guide, the example? What's it? What would he do? What would he say? And all to hell with all that. Well, brother, I'm just going to mess up going hard. You know what? You, 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 you know, that's deceptive intelligence. I'd rather, I'd rather get in trouble, brother. With the, no, that ain't what he wants. He wants you to, he wants you to just to respond properly. Raise them up. I know it's hard. I know, man, our people is hard. Did we not say that, uh, 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 did the Honorable Elijah Muhammad not say that this is the hardest job given to man? Well, if you don't accept it, man, watch out then. Watch out. This ain't for you. Don't sign up. Don't say you, 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 you're with this here. Because this is a mission that it, that's going to test us. Yeah, we're going to get the door slammed in the face. Oh, get that goddamn final call out of my face. It's going to test you. Oh, you old Muslim, y'all niggas. Yeah, what you going to do? You going to say, what we trained to do or how you going to respond? You going to get, you going to go back to your old ways? Or are you going to know who your brother is and respond properly like the minister said? Because they ain't, listen, I heard the minister say one time when people were trying to discredit him, he said, oh man, they haven't discredited me one atom's weight. Think, think over that. One atom's way. So they think they bringing the minister down by what they saying. But he said, you ain't diminishing me. One atom's way. But it's us who following after that example. If we get off the path, that is what will bring it down. Not necessarily him because he's the standard, but it will bring down the view of the follower because of how you responded. You didn't respond how he teach us to. That's a good point. As the minister said, you never know who you are until you've been tried. Never know who you are until you've been tried. So let's go to this last little piece. And before we go to this last piece, I wanted to um, play one of our own. You know, YouTube is sure they own advertisements in the video. But here's the Black World Order Program. The Black World Order Program is something that myself and four other brothers have uh, came together to bring financial literacy to our people. Um, I got digital real estate. Jake got the private banking blueprint. Chris Cole with investing. 
uh, and, and 19 keys with the Wolf standard with him. Uh, and Derek Grace is going to be bringing this, the, the brand, how he made 11 million in one year online. So uh, what we saw was a lot of our people are suffering financially because they don't know where to actually put their money and invest it so that they can continue to get more. So when they get that stimulus check, okay, I got the stimulus check, but you go spend it on liabilities versus assets. So we want to show you how to properly structure and get your black world in order. So if you guys are interested in a free class that we got coming up Thursday, you guys can go to brotherbenlinks.com. And sign up to that second link that says register for our free class. But here's the commercial for BWO. Then we're going to get right back to it. I had a call one day when I was working at FedEx. I said, if I throw a thousand more boxes on a truck than I did this week, my paycheck is going to be the exact same. Waking me up this morning was evidence that guess what? I still had work to be done. So you got to learn how to be able to be independent of a system that was taught to us to be dependent upon. That's what you're going to learn in the order. So understanding the thought that's in your mind, you turn it into a concept, then it becomes an institution and a rite of passage for the next generation. www.bwacademy.com All right, that's the Black World Order program. Uh many people, I'm 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 happy to announce that we've only had our program open for about 3 to 4 months and we've had 12 people thus far say that they've been able to fire their boss after being a part of our program. Um Thousands. Who is this? Thousands have been able to um, make money. Thousands have been able to uh, and hundreds have been able to make thousands of dollars. We even we've even had a student that made sixty two hundred in one day. Um, but I'm saying all that to say is um, it's working. And I'm proud to announce that we had 12 people thus far been able to fire their boss we've even had one student a brother who said he's been working for 17 years at, at walmart and he's finally was able to free himself after joining our bwo program that's huge to me that's big to me um and my goal for this year was to help 21 people through our program help fire their boss so we already at 12 and we ain't even got started yet, really. We are, we got so much more we're going to be adding to the program. But what I want to do now is come out of the, the teachings of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. And this one here is called How the Agent Works. This section is called How the Agent Works. So um, check it out. <clears throat> he says, see, brother agent, this is the way you should think. I'm not ripping off. I'm not ripping anybody off. To have what I have. See, now, brother agent, why do you do this? You know that there is you know that there are some in here that will listen to you. And the Holy Quran says it. I'm going to read it to you in a few minutes. And when they listen to you, then you see the bright skin. Look at my skin. See how bright my skin is? Then all of a sudden you lose your brightness. And a dull face comes up that looks like somebody took ash and threw it in your face. So he's not talking about light as in color per se, but the glow, the glow that you have, you start to look dingy and just dead. 
What happened to you, brother? You began to think now based on doubt. And since doubt is the mother of hypocrisy, you started slowing down. You don't come out anymore or you come out just enough to be on the books. But when you come out, you give just a little or you give nothing at all. Or we can't get you to sell a paper anymore because I ain't into that. I'm into my business. I'm taking care of my family. I ain't got no time. Oh, he, he, he bringing it out. So the hypocrite knows. The agent knows he's weakening the house. So when the ministers come before you, they're looking at the bills that have to be paid and they're looking at things that are uh, going undone. So they look like they're squeezing and they are squeezing the few that are there. So all of a sudden the hypocrite says, see, ain't nothing but a money gambling scheme. You ain't got no money, ain't selling no papers. Them niggas don't think nothing of you. <laughs> it's a dude on YouTube be saying that. <laughs> That's not the truth, brothers. But the truth is, if every one of us sh uh, shouldered a little of the responsibility, we will start growing exponentially and the enemy will be on the run. But the enemy has a foothold in the mosque. How do you know that the enemy has a foothold? Because we see the charity going down. We see the attendance going down. We see the productivity going down. Well, I don't like the captain. I don't like the lieutenant. Well, heck, the lieutenant didn't invite you. The captain didn't invite you to Islam. I called you and you can't let any officer turn you away from that which will make you the man that God came to make you. You can't let. How are we going to kick the agent's backside? See, if he's in here, he's in a squad. Work the hell out the agent. Work the hell out the agent. If the government is giving him money, make him give some in the cause of Islam. Make sure he gets his savings they give all the way up. If he got to be a lieutenant captain, drive the hell out of him. If he got in the secretary of department, make sure that he's writing down all of the contributions and make him be the number one contributor, contributor and ministers. See if you've got see, you've got to find the truth. So the hypocrite will always do this duck. He talking about ducking as long as the hypocrite is ducking. He's not working. So basically, you got to put in the work, man. If you're going to be in there, you're sent in by the FBI, you're going to put some work in. You're going to sell a paper. Huh? You're going to propagate the truth. You're going to put it out there. And we can't let them just be not, just be a citizen. No, come on with it. Now, brothers, you can't falsely accuse anybody. Why do we run Yakub and his made devil from the root of civilization? Because he started making trouble amongst the righteous Telling lies. He accused the righteous, causing them to fight and kill one another. This is our lost found Muslim lessons. Number one, question number four. One of the ways the agent works, he starts dropping seeds and accusations against those in authority. Say that again. It's the minister now. He starts dropping seeds and accusations against those in authority now let me look up something can i can i look up something real quick an accusation is a charge of wrongdoing the evidence confirms the accusation made against him she denied the accusation the act of accusing someone the state or fact of being accused here we go a charge of wrongdoing Guilt or blame, the specific offense charged, the accusation 
of murder. So you're charging somebody with something that's wrong or illegal. Then it goes on to say, I heard today that somebody was saying that the minister was in a nightclub with a strange woman. I said, well, hell, man, as famous as my face is anywhere I go, I can't hide. Now, you might be able to hide, brother. But if I go out anywhere, they'll say, I saw Farrakhan. I don't wear any disguise. And if I'm with the woman, and if I'm with the woman, it's not your wife, and it's not your daughter, and it's not your girlfriend. She has to be somebody connected to me. Otherwise, I wouldn't be with her. She'd be my daughter-in-law, my wife, or somebody connected in an extended family. But I never am seen with any strange woman. Never. I'll say it again. Never. And if I'm ever with a strange woman, I'm with a whole lot of men that ain't strange that know that that woman is not connected to me. Well, why minister? Well, why would you drop a seed like that? What is your motive? You want the people to think that the minister says something and does something different. The minister is a very lawful man, very lawful. I don't break the devil's law and I don't break God's law. Whatever I have is what Allah permitted me. But brothers, see, when you have corrupt desires, you have to use a good man's name to shield your dirty religion. And when you start doing that, even though you're a true believer, see, when you start doing that, the hypocrite has a field to hide in. The agent can hide as long as you are guilty of slander and backbiting and false accusations. Or even if what you accuse has truth in it, what's your motive? If your motive is to defame somebody, slander somebody, then the Holy Quran says, Woe to every slanderer and defamer, outstepping the limits. Holy Quran 104 and 1, 68, 11 through 12. Even if what you're saying is true, your motive will condemn you and not the person you are seeking to defame. So your motive will even condemn you. Your motive is off. If your motive is wrong, you'll mess up yourself. Then he goes on to say your general orders makes us successful against the enemy. So our general orders must be in effect at all times. So if each one of you are soldiers, are you soldiers? How can you be a soldier and you don't know your general orders? General order number one, what is it? To take charge of this post in all temple property in view, sir. Take charge of this post in all temple property in view. Well, what is this post? Is it the front door? That's a post, man. And that's the heaviest post in the mosque, the front door. You're supposed to die before you let an enemy in. In the days of the honor of Elijah Muhammad, they would have a rope on the front door and tie the hand to the guard, tie the hand of the guard to the rope. We die right there and we fight like hell, brother. No punks in here, no faggots up in here. These are black men and men of God who will wear your behind out. Isn't that right, FOY? That's why I don't want anybody official uh, capacity messing over officials, capacity messing over these men. You treat these men with respect. Because if you knew the way they were before they got civilized, you'd be frightened to death just to meet them in an alley or on a thoroughfare. I respect everyone. I respect everyone that comes to Islam and those that are yet in the grave. I will treat them like I know who they are, even if they don't know who they are. I'm going to say that last part again. This is the spirit and mindset of the minister here. I would treat them like I know who they are if they 
even if they don't know who they are. Now, that takes great discipline now. That takes discipline. It takes practice. <laughs> it ain't something as easier said than done now. So, brothers, if you walk your post and take charge of your post, and the first post you have to take charge of is yourself. You are the object of God and you are the object of Satan. Both of them are after you. The question is, which one will win? But if you take charge of your post, keeping what? Always on the alert. Not sometimes on the alert, but what? Always on the alert, sir. Man, that's really something. What do you mean alert? When you're in the salam eating a bowl of bean soup, do you let your guard down? No, sir. Are you alert? Yes, sir. When you're in the mosque, when you're in the street, when you're walking with your brother, setting the paper, you still have to be on the alert. Because if you're walking with an enemy, then if you're alert, when he drops a lug, you say, wait a minute, wait a minute, brother. What you mean by that? What you mean by that? And if he can't defend himself, report him. That's a part of being the foremost to where you check him. You don't deal. You don't entertain the slander. We're supposed to report all orders, right? All instructions, all violations of orders you are instructed to enforce. You're supposed to report that. But if you're always on the alert, see, the hypocrite and the agent have to be real smart. And you have to make them be real smart and then catch them. And the only way you can be alert, you can't engage in slack talk. Somebody's not treating you right. You're a man. We found you a man and we're going to hope to make you a better man. You didn't come in here to let anybody punk you. So anybody looks like they're violating you. Brother, I need to talk to you, please, sir. May I have an appointment to see you, brother? I don't mean no disrespect, brother, but I don't really like the way you talk to me. Man to man, brother to brother. I don't care anything about authority. Truth is the authority in the house of God. And the house of God is the earth. Trust. Truth is in authority. And look, brother, there is nobody how high or how low they can stand up in the presence of truth. The whole universe is constructed on truth. It's maintained and perpetrated by its submission, perpetuated by its submission to truth. So there. Isn't anybody too big that you shouldn't be able to tell the truth? And when you do it with respect, don't give somebody in authority a chance to do you harm. Not that they can. Brother, this is what I didn't like. I'm not going to uh, my uh, other brothers. See how that nigga, that nigga talked to me. I sure didn't like the way he talked. No, no, no. Don't tell it to your brother. What can your brother do? Go to the man that offended you. So just check it. Talk to him in truth. In truth. So think about it, man. I had a thought this morning that said, when you stand on truth, the person is not disagreeing with you. They disagreeing with the truth. And that's a personal problem. I'm going to say that again. When we stand on truth, when people disagree, they're not disagreeing with you. So don't take it personal. They disagreeing with the truth. And that's a personal problem. You all right, brother? He didn't fall, did he? Oh, the chair collapsed. Yeah, you're strong, brother. But that's the way the enemy would do. He'll collapse right out from under you when you put the weight on him. 
Second general order to walk my post in a perfect manner, keeping always on the alert. I thought that was the first general order. No, sir. What was the first to take charge? Second general order to walk my post in the perfect. Stop, stop, stop. See, if you're going to walk your post in a slipshod manner, I'm going to be sometimes straight, sometimes crooked, sometimes in and out. See, I'm not walking my post in a perfect manner. When you walk your post in a perfect manner, you are trying to be in perfect obedience to the will of God. And see, when you walk your post in a perfect manner, the imperfect brother will show up because the more you try to walk right, the weak, the agent is going to try to get up next to you to see if he can pull you down. And when he makes his move, that's when you know you've got him. You say, well, see, man, you you ain't supposed to be no snitch. See, this isn't a prison. You're not snitching. You are protecting the temple property. See, you're an FOI. What is the meaning of FOI? It's the name given to the military training of the men to belong that belong to Islam in North America. So if you belong to, you're the property of. So not only I must take charge of this post, I have to take charge of all temple property in view. I'm looking at you. Then I have to take charge. As long as you're in view, I have to take charge. Don't make any nuisance on or near my post. That's general number nine. So it's not snitching when you report. You're really protecting the, in the integrity. And snitching is when you're doing something foul and when you get caught, you get to telling. That's snitching. But when you're reporting, you're, 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 you're bringing it to the brother's attention so that he can have time to correct himself. See, now, if you go home and study your general orders and make up your mind tonight, I'm going to be a soldier for Allah. Man, I thought the nation, that everybody in the nation was straight. Everybody in the nation that really belongs to the nation is striving. Striving. But how many in this wonderful group are not of the nation? But how, but know how to say assalamu alaikum. Got a bow tie on even and greased up their faith so they have a little shine. How many are like that? How are you going to know unless you walk your post in a perfect manner? I'm going to read something from the Quran. He said, oh, by the way, I think it is true that FOI listening throughout the country. Well, I want to greet all the FOI with the greeting words of peace, and I want you to be a great soldier for Allah. And if you are in the field, take what I am saying and act upon it. The agent that is among us will be converted. So he goes on to talk about how to recognize the hypocrite and the agent. Here we go. Here Now we get into the nitty gritty. Now, in the time of the Holy Prophet, Muhammad, peace be upon him. They had a great expedition called the Tubak Expedition, Tabuk Expedition. And this is found in the Night Surah or chapter of the Holy Quran, which, uh, which all of you should make it a point to study because it's the only chapter in the Quran where Bismillah, in the name of Allah, the Beneficent, the Merciful, does not open this chapter, chapter number nine. And the reason that in the name of Allah does not open this chapter is because hypocrites are never in the name of Allah. 
And the reason it's called uh, immunity is because you see the way God created us. He created us with uh, what is called an immune system. And if your immune system is working well, whenever the body is attacked with an alien virus, the immune system goes to work to fight it. So when the enemy wanted to develop the AIDS virus and the way the AIDS virus was to take control is that the immune system first had to be weakened. And they needed something that the immune system would not be able to fight. See if the hypocrites and agents are among us, an agent is not a hypocrite. An agent never believed. So that doesn't mean it's a hypocrite. Well, the hypocrite is one who believed and then turned and not believed. He's just a disbeliever that the enemy trained to come in and find the hypocrites and the agent attaches himself to the hypocrite. And they and then they have a secret council where they meet together for sin and revolt. Now, the agent has to find a host, meaning he has to find one who's dissatisfied. He has to find one who's disappointed. He has to find one who believed. And then now they have doubt. So he says now the agent has to find a host, somebody that will welcome him. See, the agent first, if you look strong and he drops a seed and makes you weak, you begin to doubt. Then your charity falls off and your participation falls off and your attendance falls off. And you yet were one of the top donators, the top workers in the cause. Then the agent knows he's found a host. He has turned the believer back into disbelief or doubt. That's what makes you a hypocrite. You believe, then you disbelieve. The agent never believes, so he's found a friend and made a hypocrite. I'm going to skip down to this part right here. He says, see, what happens when you get bitten, you might not make a call. You know something has happened to you because you don't have the same spirit anymore. You come to the mosque and you got to, you sit a funny way. Your head slightly cocked. Because you're listening because you have something else in your brain now and you're weighing what you're hearing with what you've been told. So when you've been bitten and poisoned, you have to call out. Who do you call to? Well, we've got to call somebody in authority. And then if you're a lieutenant and you hear it, you don't become a block for what you heard. You report what you heard until it gets all the way up. Because, see, brothers, when the agent reports back, now the agent that's in there, they report, Farrakhan came out tonight. Damn, boss. I mean, he had almost convinced me, boss. I was going to turn my registration tonight. Turn in my registration tonight. Well, what did he say? Now they got to, uh, he says, now they got the strategy and send him back. They got to strategize and send him back. But when you hear something and it stops you, you don't bring it up the chain. See, you're not the most intelligent here. Now, you might be intelligent. I'm not doubting that. But you're not the most intelligent. Not on these matters. None of you in here have the level of experience. So I don't care how wise you think you are. I've been dealing with this for 43 to 44 years at that time. So if it doesn't get to me, I can't counsel you right. So you don't. So you think you can handle it. So you keep it from me. But if you tell me, I can help you. If you don't tell me and, and assume that I know, then you find the hypocrite now has become like a rotten apple. 
He's sitting in the barrel with the funny expression on his face. And the next time you look, it's two with the same expression. Then three, then four, then five. Then all of a sudden, the whole monster like is sitting down on you. So the Savior said, cast the rotten apple out quick. Don't waste time with the rotten one because they are rotting a whole bunch. So I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to stop right there, man. <clears throat> and in other words, man, just be on our post. And don't get too comfortable. Don't get too relaxed where you think they, uh, they wouldn't do it. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad said you can't fathom the depths of Satan. You think he don't know what our disappointments are? You think he not reading our Facebook post to see when we are dissatisfied with what the minister is saying? When we dissatisfied with a believer? When we making a sub tweet or a sub post about what we dissatisfied with? We think they don't see that. Think they won't send somebody in to message you to hone in on that disappointment that you've shown on social media and magnify it. So that you can make a post and have other people in the comments saying, yeah, I've been thinking the same thing. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. Yes, sir. You don't think they looking and scheming and watching that? They are. So we must be mindful of that and stay strong. And as the minister said, increase in love. How strong is our foundation? The foundation got to be strong, man. The foundation got to be strong because it's going to happen. It's going to come up. You're going to always have disbelievers and hypocrites and those who believed and didn't believe. You're going to always have people who are trying to destroy something. But that's on the devil's side. How are we going to fight? That's, that's, this here is how the enemy fights. Well, how do we fight back? How do we build our bond? How do we build our brotherhood, our sisterhood? How do we build our faith so there's not any holes that can be poked? Or we're not doubting in a certain way, which gives Satan, the minister says, a window to creep on in. And if we don't deal with it, we can find ourselves falling down like the virus. See, once the virus, once the virus creeps in, it hits the body. See, it may have entered one way, but now the virus has spread it to the brain, to the lungs. Oh, now you got brain cancer. See, now we're starting to spread and if you don't deal with it quick enough, if you don't cut it and stop it quick enough, it can begin to affect the whole body. The whole body. So that's my thoughts, man, and what I wanted to share from uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. And I wanted to bring the teachings from the minister on how to spot an agent and a hypocrite because... Some of us are going to have to go through that. Some of us are going to maybe get bitten. Some of us are going to be approached like that. And we have to be prepared. And we have to be studied so that we don't respond out of emotion. See, we are people, let me say this, we are people who've been made dumb, deaf, and blind. Just because we're in a nation or just because you're in an organization don't mean you got a, you got still a little nigga in you. Yeah, you got still a little nigga in you. You got you got a little you you got some ignorance in you. You still got some street in you now. So when we are in study and focus and keeping a lie at the forefront of our mind, we may revert to how we would have responded back in the day. 
And if we're not studied, we won't respond how God wants us to respond. And we got to check. We got to check our heart and ask the question, am I satisfied with how God will want me to respond? That's some, Listen, that's something we got to check there. See, we say the minister is the guide, the example, the Messiah in our midst. But now we have to check our own heart. Man, this is heavy. We got to check our own hearts and say, do I agree with how the minister responds? See, if, you don't, if you're not agreeing with him, it's hard for you to follow that. When, when you do it, when you see him respond a certain way, damn, is the, you may say, man, the minister too too merciful. Damn, the minister too goddamn. You know what I mean? That, that may be your thought. And if it is, that's a manifestation that's good for us because now we're shown what needs to be corrected. That's all. Because seeing the book closing the gap, the book closing the gap says, his ways is not our way. This is scripture now. His ways is not our ways. His thoughts is not our thoughts. So in order to close that gap, we have to close our thoughts with his thoughts. Our ways with his ways. And it goes back. That last point goes back to how you even got into the nation. What you, what you, what you mean, Brother Ben? None of us got into the nation without having to submit our will. Submit our way to his way. What you mean, brother? Ben, break it down. When we wrote that letter, we couldn't write it in my my uh my penmanship. I couldn't write the letter in my handwriting. When I did it, I didn't even know how to write cursive, family. I forgot how to write cursive. I knew how to still do my name, but all the mother name, man, I didn't know how to write all the mother letters like that. I had to submit. My handwriting to how he wrote it. Submit my, that's observation. That's, I had to observe now. I had to concentrate. And I had to submit my will from doing it how I wanted to do it. I had to submit to how he wanted it done. And this is what we have to do to be successful in this era. We got to observe. We got to watch. Every time you see him, Look at him. Ain't that what we talk? We got to observe. We got to concentrate. We got to study. Focus. And we got to submit our will. That's what a Muslim is. A Muslim is one who submits their will to do the will of God. Now, if he's God's man, and if he's the Christ mouthpiece, We have to examine ourselves and make sure that our thoughts is in line with his. When we see somebody respond, we should think about how would the minister respond? What would the minister think about this here? And we got to work our way up there. Now, hey, like I say, some of us are still striving. He said, you know that we, you know, we striving. Some of, some of us, man, man, I hope to get hit by a car. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just keep it real now. Brother, brother, get to talk, man. I, man, I hope the brother got dang get COVID. I hope the brother get the virus. <laughs> you know, you get to thinking them evil thoughts, man. Cause they, I mean, and 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 shoot, they coming after the man who saved your life. But the point is, we have to work our way up into responding, and not just what we respond, but really believing it, really thinking 
that's still my brother. I'm, I'm still, I still got to get him. I still got to help. We got to get there. And that's what, that's what make the minister the minister. That's what, make, that's, that's what make him who he is because he really loves our people that much to where he love us more than we hate ourselves. And he loves us more than we hate him as a people. So I hope I said something that uh, was inspiring. I hope I said something that was valuable. And if I did, all praise is due to Allah, and I'm going to leave you all as I came with the greeting words of peace. Assalamu alaikum. Y'all have a blacktastic day. Peace.